Welcome to Hot Off The Wire, a daily podcast that looks at the top news, business, sports, and entertainment stories as reported by the Associated Press. I'm Terry Lipschitz, Managing Editor of the National Newsroom at Lee Enterprises and your curator of news. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. And now the latest headlines. This is AP News. I'm Rita Foley. More heavy rain in the forecast for the south today, and there may be more flooding, says the National Weather Service. Parts of New England may get freezing rain, and some on the east coast will see unseasonably warm weather. It's expected to be in the upper 60s tomorrow in Washington, D.C. The latest now on a Palestinian-American shot dead in the West Bank on Friday. The AP's Jennifer King. The White House is demanding an investigation into the shooting death of a Palestinian-American teen in the West Bank. A friend who was traveling with him says the teen was driving a pickup truck when it was hit by apparent Israeli gunfire. Israeli police say shots were fired at people who were throwing rocks, but aren't saying who fired the shots. In Russia, a court will jail a former Ukraine rebel leader who called President Putin cowardly. He's been sentenced to four years in prison. Here at home, Maine's highest court will not decide whether former President Trump can stay on the state's ballot. The AP's Donna Warder. That keeps intact a judge's decision that the U.S. Supreme Court must first rule on a similar case in Colorado. Maine's Democratic Secretary of State, Shanna Bellows, had concluded that Trump did not meet ballot qualifications under the insurrection clause in the U.S. Constitution. But a judge put that decision on hold pending the Supreme Court's decision on a similar case in Colorado. Bellows had wanted to keep Trump's name off the ballot for Maine's March 5th primary. The U.S. Supreme Court is hearing arguments on the Colorado case on February 8th. Trump says Bellows is biased against him. I'm Donna Water. When will Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets be back in the air? They were grounded after that panel blew out of a plane in flight earlier this month. Now federal regulators have approved an inspection process that would let airlines resume flying the planes. This is AP News. Now to Nevada. Tribes in Nevada want a massacre site made into a national monument. White attackers massacred hundreds of native people in a desert area in eastern Nevada in the 1800s. Delane Spillsbury is part of the effort to get the National Park Service to declare the land Basawabi National Monument. The people that were killed here were left here. There were there were no ceremonies, there were no burials, there were nothing. Uh, it 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 Their spirits and their bodies are in those trees. Basawabi means sacred water valley. They came to Basawabi because this was such a a rich area with a surplus of water and a surplus of plants and animals here. It was like finding a gold mine. Spillsbury's grandmother survived the massacre. A bill could be introduced soon in Congress to designate the monument. I'm Ed Donahue. And I'm Rita Foley, AP News. A federal appeals court says Alabama can carry out the nation's first execution using nitrogen gas. A three-judge panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals refused to block the execution of Kenneth Eugene Smith by nitrogen hypoxia. Alabama says it plans to replace the 58-year-old's breathing air with nitrogen gas 
rendering him unconscious within seconds and killing him within minutes. Critics say the execution method violates a constitutional ban on cruel and unusual punishment. Smith is expected to appeal the ruling to the U.S. Supreme Court. Smith survived a previous execution by lethal injection in 2022. It was called off before the drugs were administered because authorities were unable to connect the intravenous lines to his veins. Smith is one of two men convicted in a 1988 murder-for-hire slaying of a preacher's wife. I'm Lisa Dwyer. A Trump administration White House official who refused to cooperate with a congressional investigation into the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol is scheduled to be sentenced today. Prosecutors are asking a judge to sentence former White House trade advisor Peter Navarro to six months in prison at a $200,000 fine. Navarro was found guilty of defying a subpoena for documents and a deposition from the House January 6th committee. Following his conviction in September, Navarro accused the Justice Department of going against its own policy by prosecuting him. They had a policy for more than 50 years that says people like me, senior White House advisors, alter egos of the president, cannot be compelled, cannot be compelled to testify before Congress. Navarro has vowed to appeal the verdict. Donna Water, Washington. President Biden's re-election bid has been given an important boost. This choice is clear. United Auto Workers President Sean Fain saying the union's endorsing the president for another term, noting he showed up for workers during their strike last year, as compared to Donald Trump, who was president during a UAW strike against GM five years ago. He said nothing. He did nothing, not a damn thing, because he doesn't care about the American worker. The endorsement comes as the president hopes to draw blue-collar workers in auto-making swing states like Michigan and Wisconsin. Let me just say I'm honored to have your back and you have mine. Sagar Megani at the White House. Pope Francis has called for the forthcoming Holocaust Day of Remembrance to reaffirm that war can never be justified and only benefits weapons makers. At the end of his weekly general audience, Francis referred to Saturday's commemoration, which has become fraught this year given Israel's military campaign in Gaza and a rise in anti-Semitism in Europe and around the world. The Pope says remembrance and condemnation of that horrific extermination of millions of Jews and of other faiths which occurred in the first half of the century, helps us all not to forget that the logic of hatred and violence can never be justified. A recent comment on X on survivors said 80 years after the Holocaust, 245,000 Jewish survivors are still alive. I'm Charles Lodesma. Six people have been found dead in a remote area of the Mojave Desert. Authorities in Southern California say five of the bodies were found Tuesday night off a highway outside El Mirage as San Bernardino County Sheriff's deputies responded to a request for a wellness check. The sixth body was found Wednesday morning. Spokesperson Mara Rodriguez. This is a very remote desert area and for that reason um, CHP Aviation Division accompanied us to the call and were able to help us in locating the scene. Audio courtesy of KTLA. Authorities could not say how the six died or whether they had been shot. I'm Donna Water. A Boeing 757 jet operated by Delta lost a nose wheel while preparing for takeoff from Atlanta. 
Delta Flight 982 headed to Bogota, Colombia, was taxiing for departure at Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta Airport when the incident took place around 11.15 a.m. Saturday, according to the FAA, which is investigating. No one was injured. The plane is 32 years old, making it an older model of Boeing than those made by the company that have raised safety concerns. Earlier this month, a door plug blew off an Alaska Boeing 737 MAX 9, 16,000 feet above Oregon, leaving a gaping hole in the side of the plane. No one was seriously injured. I'm Julie Walker. AP Sports, I'm Chuck Freeman. There's been rumblings for years about a return to the NFL for Jim Harbaugh. He's indeed headed back, as Mark Myers reports. Jim Harbaugh is leaving the national champion Michigan Wolverines to become the next head coach of the NFL's L.A. Chargers. The deal is reportedly for five years. Harbaugh has achieved considerable success coaching in both the college and pro ranks. He brought college football's winningest program back to relevance, leading Michigan this past season to its first national title since 1997. In the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks will reportedly fill their head coaching opening with Doc Rivers. A day after firing coach Adrian Griffin, the Bucks got a triple-double from Giannis Antetokounmpo in a 126-116 win over Cleveland. Players play the game, you know, and uh, at times we, we, we need direction. But at the end of the day, our talent will take over. Memphis down Miami 105-96. Detroit over Charlotte 113-106. Anthony Edwards had 38 in a Minnesota 118-107 win over Washington. Devin Booker put in 46 points in a Phoenix 132-109 win over Dallas. Portland beat Houston, Oklahoma City over San Antonio, and Golden State down Atlanta. In the NHL, scoring leader Nathan McKinnon, four goals leading Colorado to a 6-2 win over Washington. It's always nice to score four, obviously. Uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said anything different. Um, hockey's a funny sport. Sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't, and right now uh, they're going in for me. While Austin Matthews scored his NHL leading 39th goal in overtime in Toronto's one nothing win over Winnipeg. We're just trying to stay patient and you know continue to push and uh, try to get momentum on our side through through shifts and periods of time in their in their ozone or their D zone, sorry, um, and just go from there. I mean, it wasn't a pretty pretty game by, uh, by any means. Carolina beat Boston, Florida over Arizona, Buffalo down Los Angeles, St. Louis in overtime over Vancouver, and Seattle beat Chicago. Chuck Freeman, AP Sports. The Tennessee Titans have hired Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan as their head coach. The Titans announced Wednesday their hiring of the first of 10 candidates interviewed. They move quickly when the NFL window opened for second in-person interviews of current coaches after the divisional playoff round. Callahan will be introduced Thursday. Controlling owner Amy Adams-Strunk also made two promotions with GM Rand Carthen given control of both the roster and coaching staff. Strunk says the changes reflect that the this isn't the NFL of her late father who founded the team. Five players from Canada's 2018 World Junior Team have taken a leave of absence from their current clubs, following a report that five members of that team have been asked to surrender to police to face sexual assault charges. Michael McLeod and Cal Foote of the New Jersey Devils, Carter Hart of the Philadelphia Flyers, Dylan Dubay of the Calgary Flames, and former NHL player Alex Formenton have all recently been granted leave. London, Ontario Police launched an investigation in 2022 after Hockey Canada settled a lawsuit with a woman who said she was sexually assaulted by members of that team at a gala. I'm Gethin Kuhlbach. Comedian John Stewart is returning to Comedy Central's The Daily Show, but in a limited way. I'm Archie Zaroleta with the latest. 
John Stewart is coming back to The Daily Show, but only on Mondays. He plans to stay through this year's election cycle. A rotating lineup of show regulars will host the rest of the week. Stewart's first show is February 12th. Stewart hosted The Daily Show for 16 years, replacing Craig Kilborn. Trevor Noah replaced Stewart in 2015. The show has not had a permanent host since Noah left in late 2022. I'm Terry Lipschitz, thanking you for listening. Audio provided by the Associated Music is by Skillcell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off the Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.